350th episode the biggest milestone on tgv platform is here and we have a special guest today hasini lakshmi narayanan she is the youngest speaker on tgv platform after hansika tyagi whom we featured for the 225th episode unfortunately hansika tyagi passed away last year uh, due to sma2 in fact those of you who have watched her episode she took her episode lying on the bed while her mom was holding the camera but uh, the kind of insights that she has shared with the tgv audience are kind of unforgettable and uh, she has left a lot of memories in fact uh, we have dedicated our first book tgv inspiring lives uh, to hansika tyagi and wherever she is i i hope she rests in peace and uh, before we get into a perfect uh, topic age is just a number and just a limiting belief and there are no failures let us open the first rapid fire round so hasini i'm going to mention a few random words to you and uh, you have to answer them by sharing what comes to your mind first just a word or sentence yeah. without thinking too much for that yeah i thank you so much for having me here it's such an honor and congrats to you on the 350th uh, episode and uh, of the series and it is very very heartbreaking that uh, hansika tyagi has gone through this and that is very very inspirational and again to wherever she is i hope she's doing well and safe yeah and that she finds peace fine thank you so much and uh, yeah always i think good people leave the world so quickly and unfortunately she is no more but uh, all that she has shared is going to stay with us forever and uh, on that note before we get into this random uh, before we get into this rapid fire round of random words i'd also like to take a moment to thank vikram edavelli for proposing you to be a host on this uh, podcast so thanks vikram and vikram is one of my dear friends from my ge days and we have hosted him for episode number 3 where he spoke about entrepreneurship and uh, he has been a great uh, supporter of the platform and uh, hansika let's get started with the rapid fire round and uh, the yes. first word that comes to my mind is curiosity me <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've always been the kid in class who has to raise their hand a million times in just in our period so yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah perfect and uh, passion passion uh, the first step youth empowerment super yeah health uh-huh. health health uh, something that i have to deeply work on okay. and take care about absolutely i think uh, that is very essential especially you have started at a, such a tender age you have to balance yeah. your health as well and uh, next one is the time 10th grade trauma time <laughs> something that i am still learning to manage mhm yeah okay. next one is government government um something that has been doing phenomenal work in india mhm and then cartoon cartoon my best friend okay that is kind of personal but yeah my best friend <laughs> or probably me came out at the clubhouse okay and uh, motivation motivation tedx food love earth earth okay earth um yes or thanos okay. okay and the last one which is related to our topic today age ha is just a number <laughs> i thought you would say it. and uh, yeah thank you for uh, your uh, sportive participation in the rapid fire let me introduce the podcast to the world this is the guiding voice podcast series folks 
and uh, DGVEs for a better future. I'm your host, Navin Samala, a fellow professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make the world a better place to live. Through the guiding voice, we drive conversations that matter and conversations that add value to your life and to your career. Thank you, everyone, for being part of our journey. And it's been little over three years and we have created a lot of records. Okay, and nothing would have been possible without all your support. So thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for all the love and for all the affection that you have been showering on the platform. And we have a long way to go, as always. Or let us make it to global top 1% by end of this year. And I'm sure it will be possible with all your support. And folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Hasini, hearty welcome to yes. The Guiding Voice. And I'm super thank thrilled to host so you much. today. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Hi, everybody. And it's great to see that you've come up this far. All the best for this series to get its utmost recognition. And hi, everybody. It's nice to be here. I feel very honored and flattered. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Most welcome. Let's get started, Hasini. Can you tell us briefly sure. about yourself and your journey so far? You have got an impressive sure. background and uh, I'm sure there is a lot in place for you. You are going to break all the records and uh, achieve uh, many great things in life for sure. So let's uh, go ahead. Thank you so much. That is such a big compliment. Thanks for that. Um, well, in short about me, I am a very, very enthusiastic person who's very curious to learn a lot about uh, everything in general. I love experimenting. But on the professional aspects of it, if I have to give a formal introduction about myself, um, I am 14 years old, to be 15 in another 20 days, uh, a 10th grade student who is a social entrepreneur running the organization The First Step, which works towards youth empowerment. Um, it's been about three years since I started First Step and We've gotten up pretty far from where we started. And apart from that, I'm a fair writer. I've authored two books and um, I represent government of Tamil Nadu, which is the state I live in as a young nutrition ambassador. And I've been addressing that topics. Apart from that, um, I love public speaking. That is uh, one of my, uh, you know, something that I'm really proud about myself of. I am a TEDx speaker. Um, I've done three TED Talks and two Josh Talks, which is a big platform here in India. And apart from that, um, I've addressed more than 70 conferences, uh, written close to around 60 to 70 plus articles. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much me in short. <laughs> that's quite a lot for a 14-year-old. <laughs> I can't believe it. Super, super impressed. And the way you are uh, crafting yourself is amazing. And I'm curious about what are the top three things that have contributed to your success so far well um it has to be that i never you know i had this hunger in myself which you know i learned from a lot of people today and one of the main things that i learned is to not look up at failures as failures and take them as learnings and take them as you know a stepping stone to you know Add uh, take this uh, take that as a feedback and you know add it back to your journey and get better at what you're doing. So I mean, obviously, I've had a lot of falls, but every time that really made me want to stand up back again, stronger. Every time we had a fall, so um, I termed this quote right: "There are no failures, only feedback." 
So it's like one of the success principles that I stick to. So that would be, you know, one of the three aspects. Secondly, I feel like, um, you know, I was clear with what I wanted to do, especially in this generation for the Gen Zs, just because there's like, you know, abundance of resources and fields and, you know, job opportunities. It's really hard for people to choose and realize what they are good at and what they best want to pursue. Uh, I'm glad that I got to know that at a young age because I was experimenting a lot and was making utmost use of the resources that I was surrounded with. So um, that is really important as well because you definitely don't want to regret in your late 40s that you could have done something else, something, you know, which gave you happiness, something that you most would enjoy. So, I mean, figuring out what you best want to do is also, you know, an important aspect of it because that's how I enjoy the work I was doing. And, you know, I really put my utmost effort into it, into making it better. And thirdly, um, try to be consistent and just don't, you know, have um, factors and believe in stereotypes because that is really going to stop you from breaking those stereotypes. For me, I've been branded a lot that I'm 14 year old in a bad way, right? That I wasn't capable of doing something. And now that I, you know, actually over and over again try to prove myself that age is just a number, now I'm being recognized that I'm a 14 year old who's able to do such things. So that is an award that I can add to my crown, right? Hmm. So um, just don't stick to beliefs and start believing in whatever people have to say because that is just going to stop you from you know breaking those beliefs and stereotypes so instead just put some faith in yourself stick to your true models and just wing it so yeah that is probably three aspects which i'll say contributed to my journey so Mm, awesome and uh, i'm also curious to understand what inspired you to pursue your passion and achieve success at such an age it was boredom, <laughs> very <laughs> honestly, like, it was lockdown in around, um, you know, when lockdown started in India, um, 2020 March, I believe, if I'm right, I am not accurate probably, but yeah, and we didn't have schools at that time, I was very, very, very bored, um, the only option I had was Netflix, I know that it's not very healthy, but, uh, you know, obviously, every teenager is influenced by Netflix. So I was on Netflix for like over 10 days. And I realized um, I had so much time after literally watching every single series, though it is appropriate or inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> I watched and then, you know, I'm a pretty spoiled, bra. But at the end of the day, I feel like I realized that I had so much time mm. that I had to use it productively. So um, I went back to my dad. He has solutions to everything. So um, nice. I went back to my dad, asked him if he had something to, you know, uh, some job that he could give me that I could just chuma do and like, you know, enjoy. Uh, so, I mean, enjoy doing it, you know, just be productive in general. So he comes up with this idea of, uh, you know, me trying to interview people uh, for Father's Day because Father's Day was around the corner. It was just like, you know, a fun little project where I tried to document videos of children talking about their fathers. And then the plan was to give that to their fathers on Father's Day, right? So um, I did do that. It started off with my cousin on like a simple Zoom call. 
and from there on to my dad's friends sons and daughters and from there on to random people so it was like you know a drastic change from where it started to where it mm-hmm. ended and we initially did not have a plan to post this on you know the internet but we did uh we edited and all that and then posted it and uh, people also complimented that i do a fair host and i myself you know like the fact that i loved interacting with people and why resist myself because i am a very overly extroverted person i interact with people in general yeah. itself and when lockdown hit i was obviously confiscated between four walls right mm. so i was like why restrict myself and you know interact with as many people as possible and for me as a personality who grew up to see public speaking as a vision I definitely wanted to incorporate this part and I always wanted to work with youth and public. So why not connect all the dots together and that's how we came up with this concept of interviewing young achievers and uh, from there on uh, we started first step and today about you know 3 years later we first step has interviewed more than 120 plus people wow. uh, we yeah we've got I mean we've had so much uh, ample of success and uh, from where we started and now the project we were working on is our online e-magazine called guiding young minds so the major inspiration in my journey was just boredom and uh, for me to use my time productively because you know you just have this feeling every single day that mm. finally someday you have to be productive and one day just things in right mm. why not today <laughs> so yeah That's how it all happened. <laughs> yeah, finding opportunities in this guys, I think that is uh, what has worked yeah. out for you. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, many people believe that age can be a limiting factor in achieving mm-hmm. success, right? So, how have you mm-hmm. personally dealt with this belief? Well, I mean, I did get it a lot when I started. So, the major, you know, aspect of me trying to get better was also that it, it was like a motivational factor. to uh, you know break that stereotype and that's what i was doing interviewing young achievers people who have achieved at a young age right so my plan for you know that is for people or students to get inspired by stories of these young achievers and start their j- journeys at a young age right little did i know that i myself would be an example for that i saw them and i you know my potentials started coming out i feel like yes um people are being uh, you know people are in a disbelief that it's not possible for you know young achievers to be more you know outdated and successful mm. which is debatable but i feel like it is just because that they don't have experience and that's why they judge it right? through what i've observed and that's fair enough right? yeah. but i can assure that young people today have solutions to every single problem just because i've been you know talking and interacting with over you know 100 plus people of you know close to around my age younger or older but you know they are literally the best people i know in the work that they did doing and the clarity that they have is unimaginable mm. you know you've had people in the past who's broken stereotypes such as that okay for example people thought that he it wasn't possible for a 16 year old to make it to the indian cricket team he did that he broke the belief right 
Um, following your shoes, I can name 120 people who did the same thing, who prove time and time again that they are very clear about what they're doing and they can also be successful. You know, and age is not a factor that is blocking them. Mm. And even just not, let, let's just not target young people, right? People who are in their 50s, 60s and, you know, probably even older. KFC, let's take the story of, um, um, you know, Kennedy's Fried Chicken. The founder was about 56 years old or so when he actually found KFC, which is now one of the largest food chains in the world. Right? Yeah. So I think experience is a factor which contributes to success. But another factor is how differently young minds envision the world. Hmm. How good and uh, you know they are the fields they're working, and um, for me, the only thing I did was to prove to people on how involved and serious I am about the work I was doing, and that was enough for people to you know uh, trust or you know agree that yes, she is good at what she's doing, and uh, for that I just had to be consistent. I just had to be clear. With, mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever I was doing, and I stuck to my moral values. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. If mm-hmm. I have to sum it up. You know, quite, you quite know. inspirational. And yeah, uh, also, you. <laughs> also, you said that you initially faced some obstacles or challenges due to age, right? So, how did you overcome those uh, obstacles? Well, yes, there were a lot of challenges. Initially, um, I was actually previously freelancing for this um you know, a newspaper called Hindu. Well, Hindus are quite big of a deal in India. Yeah. And um, yeah, it is a pretty well-known newspaper. Right? So um, that opportunity, I didn't get it in the first glance. I had to go through multiple, you know, requests and, uh, you know, because obviously they wouldn't want a 14-year-old unexperienced reporter and writer to be, you know, uh, featuring people in such a big newspaper, which is recognized by, you know, a lot of people in the country. So, um, I was, uh, you know, that was like one experience which I can call out or relate to when you ask me this question. How I had to prove myself again. I just had to, you know, let know people that, um, you know, I might not be the best at it. But I know what I'm doing and okay. I can do a fair job and justify the post that I've been assigned. Yeah. So uh, that's everything I did. I just had to, you know, prove to them or, you know, understand, make them, you know, uh, understand and convince them in the best way possible that I suit this post best. So, uh, and yes, I was constantly trying to break the stereotype of, you know, people being young and not being able to do stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm not also not going to say that all people are like that. There are people who actually look for young masterminds and assign jobs to them because yeah. they apparently realize that, you know, young people can actually do it better than people who are experienced. That's not something that I'd like to promote, but, you know, just in general, I'm saying yeah. um, people have different views and opinions, right? Obviously, so. Um, yeah, that's how I try to break that stereotype. But uh, yeah, in general, that's one instant that I can call out when I am talking about this. Mm, nice. And I'm also going to share a couple of examples towards the end of the episode of uh, whoever has started young and broke that uh, stereotype of age is 
not a barrier right age is not a barrier and i don't know why people think about age in fact uh, you would have understood by now like when we featured hansika tyagi there i i got a lot of uh, uh, suggestions uh, to host uh, somebody at a cxo level for fortune 500 but i gave precedence to hansika tyagi at that time because i think everybody has a lot of uh, stuff to uh, share and uh, age is just a number i strongly concur with you and uh, in fact the way this conversation is happening in fact i got connected with you on linkedin last year probably when i uh, uh, came across your profile and i was enthused and i thought uh, i'll invite you to this uh, forum but uh, good things take time and finally we are making it <laughs> today for the 350th episode and i'm so happy that we could make thank it you. and uh, share your amazing story with the world and thanks thank for giving you. this opportunity let's uh, move ahead and uh, you said there are no failures right so can you share an experience where you faced setbacks or challenges and how you reframed them as learning opportunities other than hindu other than the yeah. hindu example that you mentioned is there any other incident that you would like to share a lot but like a major major you know setback the main even struggle was before hindu this was like that's my very very initial period of uh, you know the venture and all i just started first we were very new um, and uh, you know we were obviously you know trying to reach out to people for you know trying to brand ourselves and all that and um, i first first got my opportunity to be a reporter to this magazine called brain fit hi magazine mm-hmm. i was very excited because this was like one first proper um you know poster uh, opportunity that i was excited right? so any person any millennial would uh, you know how excited they would be i was the same and um, to my luck in about you know a few months later brain pain high magazine closed they shut mm. so um, <laughs> um i mean it was i wouldn't call that a failure because um again it isn't something that was controlled by me but it was a major setback right yeah. i didn't know what to do um i was clueless at a point and um it, it was just a lot for a 12 year old to handle to, i mean you know as in uh, i was pretty clueless but um as soon as you know i realized that just being clueless wouldn't help um i was you know i convinced myself to believe that uh, you know um, this is just a learning lesson um, and you know there is something when something ends there is obviously going to be a start following it up and um, i tried to break the belief that um, it's not going to end here and i did job hunting and mm-hmm. that's when i related to my 20 year old brother who said it's not going to be easy hasti and <laughs> um i started reaching out to people and that's how i started reaching out to hindu and uh, over and over again they did probably realize that i was good enough mm. but uh, in the end yeah it did come down to them you know being convinced and that's how it happened but apart from that when i talk about failures um see all i mean not all the 70 conferences that i've been to have been amazing right? there's going to be a lot in which i messed up in as a public speaker where i failed to you know justify the fact that i'm supposed to entertain and engage the crowd um 
so i mean that that has been major setbacks which has you know improved my speaking skills mm-hmm. um so yeah that that like really shaped me into a better public speaker because i now know what people enjoy and what they don't Mm. So, yeah that is another incident i have to call out but uh, the brain fade one really did drain me up at a point because <laughs> um you know that 12 years old that's when i started my share analysis and all of that and at that point we were super exposed to social media just because it was pandemic and all that and it was you know so much trauma at once mm. and a lot for me to handle in general and uh, even after school reopened last year right um it was a lot for me to handle just because i was in ninth grade and uh, you know i didn't initially know on how I, how i'm supposed to manage all this i just mm-hmm. went with the flow which clearly did work out but didn't initially uh, <laughs> my grades went down i am a very 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 decent um, academic performer right i can score pretty good and and all that so um i didn't mess up in the beginning and uh, again that was a major setback but then i learned on how i'm supposed to deal with it and be pretty stress free so that i can actually concentrate and have some peace of mind so yeah that is few incidents as a student entrepreneur that i went through that mm. uh, really helped me be a better person nice and and i'm sure your perspective on failure might have influenced your approach to new endeavors or projects so how are you mm-hmm. handling new projects now well the current project that i've been working on is my um, e-monthly magazine it's called guiding your minds uh it is basically a platform where we are featuring stories of youth and other informational fun content which you can you know just hop on into it and read um it is a pretty precise and compact e magazine if i have to put it in short and um yeah we have a pretty big and you know well settled team of teenagers and apart from that our main aim for the magazine is for it to reach out to as many people as possible especially students uh the current mark is about 10 lakh people but we've been trying to reach to as many schools as possible and uh, let's say we are at least a 10th close to the number so yeah mm. and uh, people watching it'll be great if you can check it out too it's called guiding young minds and uh, yeah that's uh, the new project that i've been working on how i'm handling it seriously hands down i don't know i'm in 10th <laughs> grade right now and if you're here in india you probably know that both is a huge deal in india yeah. right So um I mean I'd be writing 10th boards and 12th boards as I'm a CBSE student and uh, it's like a major 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 um you know academic aspect of any student who graduates in Indian curriculum it's a lot <laughs> to be very honest and now that I've taken up you know major positions in schools as prefects and all of that um I'm ex- being I'm, I'm able to experience a lot but a lot isn't healthy in all of the time so yes i been into pressure all of the student things that usually one goes through but um end of the day i just know that i don't want to miss out on anything and uh, i think i did justice to that so it's been great i don't really know on how i'm managing all of it but i just said <laughs> and of the day uh, it comes to if i'm doing great with my professional 
um you know aspect which i believe i am because i never want to you know shut all of this down just because of the fact that i'm in 10th grade and my academic life has gone pretty decently apart from that i am enjoying culturals uh you know some fun being in school and all of that so yeah it's good amazing i don't and really know how i'm managing all this <laughs> no you you are very clear on what you want to do and where you want to go so that clarity is driving yeah. you that's my understanding <laughs> probably probably i'm just winging it on the way so yeah superb and uh, wonderful conversation so far let's add some spice uh, to the episode i'm going to kick off a second rapid fire round i'm going to ask you a few interesting questions you can answer them crisply okay if you are ready let me fire cool. the first bullet <laughs> yes please okay so what is the most exciting project or endeavor uh, you have worked on so far the dearest ah oh, okay uh, starting first step probably but uh, something which is i was a part of and i didn't you know start would be being a tedx and target tackle mm. as a speaker and uh, here comes my next one if you could have a conversation with any historical figure who would it be and why this is really funny i think the person who is supposed to watch it is like a dear friend okay so karl marx i admire him and the rebellion he started and just because of the fact that he is a great leader and orator i love to meet him and probably one of the senators in us so yeah okay got it and uh, can you describe yourself in just one word laughter my name uh, means laughter hasli yeah. <laughs> and if you could uh, travel anywhere in the world right now where would you go and why silicon valley as an entrepreneur yeah <laughs> i mean that's a- everything that i do to be there mm. so yeah okay and what is something uh, surprising or unexpected uh, thing that people may not know about you see every person on you know uh, social media has another side so it's basically split personality but for me i can get really cranky if i'm not eating i don't know if a lot of people do that i mean if a lot of people know that about me and i'm a very good artist uh, something i'm proud about i hold two graduations in arts so yeah i am a very fair artist that's oh. something which a lot of people don't know about me and mm-hmm. uh, yes i'm not super mature and uh, you know mature for my age i can be really cranky at times so like my very close circle knows this <laughs> <laughs> got it and here comes the last one what is one electronic yes. gadget or fantasy gadget that you would like to see or invent yourself well um you know i'm really 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 into harry potter so if there's a gadget who could like take me or like you know just uh, you know like the genie lamp if we could you know make things real and make me a fictional character i'm all down for it <laughs> so yeah good one let's uh, flip back to the mainstream and uh, what advice would you give to other young individuals who may feel restricted by their age in pursuing their dreams well my advice would be that be clear with what you want to pursue because that is a major setback in all of the teenagers i get that you're confused but try to experiment as much as possible when you're young because i'm pretty sure that you wouldn't find time when you're old enough and you know to do that so be clear with what you want to do and what you want to pursue because that is a major 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 regret for old people Uh, you know who couldn't pursue what they wanted to do and they realized it later on in their life and start out young see you don't have to be 
a really successful person just being 14, right? That is not what I'm asking you to do. Just experiment when you're young, make use of the resources because in today's world, everything ideally is possible. There isn't one thing that you can name that isn't possible, right? So um, try to make use of all of that and uh, be your best version when you're young and, uh, you know, try to start out young. I think that'll lead you to more experiences when you want to, you know, uh, be successful in your millennials or you know, later on in life. So, um, try to start out young and better clearly know what you want to do so that you enjoy your, you know, passion and your career later on. That'll be like one thing that I want to share to the people watching. And for the others in general, like life is a learning lesson process. So, uh, just enjoy as much as you could and take take backs and implement it into your journey. And just don't consider failures to be failures. See them as feedbacks. Um, take them as learning lessons. Mistakes really lead you to become a better person. So just don't come to a conclusion that you're not good at something just because you failed once. Yeah, that is like, you know, a few things that I like to jot down if I have to, you know, yeah. share with you. Mind-blowing. So don't take failures as failures. Rather, they are feedback and learnings. So it's a powerful note. Yes. And I'm sure your parents must be proud of you. And kudos to your parents, uh, okay, for bringing up uh, such a wonderful child and who is inspiring millions across the globe. So, can you share briefly about your parents and how they have, uh, what kind of uh, uh, things that they share with you, and how is your, uh, how, how are you being raised? Like uh, anything oh, different? Oh, okay. <laughs> Not really different. It's just Indian parenting, but. I mean, my parents are pretty chill with whatever the work I'm doing and all of that. But mama and papa, like, listen, I am an excellent child, as I'm being referred to. <laughs> so uh, my dad is a pretty cool personality because uh, more than a dad, he's been a pretty good friend to me. But, you know, like the senior most friend that I ever had uh, mm. and someone, you know, who jots in the openly says that this is right and this is wrong. And I can be pretty, you know, open to him. That's something that I most enjoy. And I feel like all kids should, you know, be at least up to a point open to their parents. And yeah. I feel like my parents have created a comfort zone for me so that I can be open to them. That's, you know, something that I admire about them. Apart from that, uh, my parents were pretty cool when I opened up saying that, you know, I wanted to do something like that, and which is not very common at least, you know, in the society that I belong to. So, again, I had to break that stereotype of being a very cultured Brahmin person who's been raised up in such a family who had to, you know, do social influencing and all of that. But end of the day, I can definitely assure that all of my uh, family, my cousins, my, uh, you know, the whole of my circle is pretty proud. Uh, so... The only thing that I'd say to parents is, you know, let your kids explore as much as they could. Mm. Create an environment for them in where they could explore. And even though if you are, you know, uh, don't give, I'm not trying to, you know, convince you to give them full freedom. It is your responsibility to, you know, stop them when they're wrong and all of that. But, uh, you know, let them just figure out what they want to do and give them that space. and. Even if they come up to you approaching that, you know, they really feel like they have to do this, 
give them that space. I mean, they might be good at it, they might not be, but end of the day, it's your duty as a parent to look after them and give them their space to find and figure out what their individuality is and what they want to, you know, do. And don't try to force in your, you know, interests and just because I see a lot of people actually doing it, uh, you know, I'm just telling you, um, don't try to force it into your kids just because you couldn't do that. That is like a brutal thing to do. And um, I mean, yes, you have a lot of aspirations and you want to see your child in such a big platform, being successful. You know what's best for your kids. I agree. But I feel like they themselves know what's best for them. And at times they, they don't align together in the best way possible. So um I mean, end of the day, it has to be their priorities, but it also has to be your priorities. So uh, just don't try to convince them, but help them in choosing what's best for them and what's mm. right with them. So yeah, that'll be it. I Super. guess and that's what my parents have been doing. Yeah, and okay. uh, uh, yeah, I mean, my mom isn't someone who is like, you know, very um, outdated or very, you know, extroverted. But my dad is. So it's like two different personalities in the house. And uh, uh, I have a little sister who is like very, very, very young. She's like 10 years younger than me. So mm. um it's like having old parents and seeing me myself growing up over again. So um, it's it's a like a cute little family of uh, you know people being their best versions and the other people letting them be their best versions. And I think that really creates the bond between. So, yeah, mm. I have to put it down in a cute way. <laughs> Super! I I loved it and. Uh... Those of you Thank who you. are a parent and if you're watching or listening to this episode, I strongly recommend you to go through this once again. I think Hasini mm. has a lot to offer. And uh, one thing which uh, I really like is try to give a free hand to your kids okay, to an extent. And uh, don't, don't, don't try to impose some restrictions. And at the same time, don't try to let your kids chase your dreams. Rather, let them explore. That would be my key takeaway. And... Uh, Asini, thank you so much for that. And uh, how is your experience being hosted on The Guiding Voice? Well, it's been a pretty long time since I've actually been into a podcast. It's just me on the other way, right? I usually host shows. So it feels pretty delighted to be on the other side of it. And you did a phenomenal job. Thank you so much. There's few aspects of it which I admire from you as a host. And thanks for keeping me entertained and, you know, engaging with the audience and all of that. So thank you so much for having me here. It's such an honor. And thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for being here. Uh, I hope you found my journey. Yeah, your journey is inspirational. And I think um, we'll thank bring you. you back for our 500th episode or maybe 700th episode. Hopefully. And by that time, you might have <laughs> achieved many more things. And uh, on that Hopefully. note, uh, yeah, on that note, thank you once again, Hasini. Really appreciate all the thank you. Uh, insights. And also, thank you for spending time with the TGV community. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me here again. All right. So, folks, uh, that was our episode with Hasini Lakshmi Narayanan. And uh, before we move into the trivia section, here's a request to you. Uh, please subscribe to us in case if you haven't done already. Also, request you to leave a rating or review if you are listening to this episode on Apple Podcast or Spotify. And if you have loved this episode and found the conversation useful, please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues 
who can benefit from the guiding voice. Thanks in advance. Now, let's hop into the trivia segment. So today we had the youngest speaker on the show, Hasini Lakshminarayanan, who is just 14 year old as the time of recording. And today we are going to discuss about a few other people who have started at a very young age. And here comes the first one on the list. Shirley Temple, the iconic child actress, started her acting career at the age of three and became one of the biggest stars of Hollywood in the 1930s. And second person is uh, Rian Rejak, a Canadian philanthropist, founded the Ryan's Well Foundation at the age of six to provide clean water and sanitation facilities to the communities in need. And third one is Mozart, the renowned composer, began composing music at the age of five and was performing for European royalty by the age of six. And the last one, Malala Yousafzai, the Nobel Peace Prize laureate and education activist, began advocating for girls' education in Pakistan when she was just 11 years old. Likewise, if you know any successful person who has started young, please let us know their story and also probably refer them as a speaker on this show. And that's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Folks, do not forget to share your topic recommendations and also give speaker suggestions through social media or you can email me at theguidingvoiceforyou at gmail.com. I'm your host, Navin Samala, a fellow professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make the world a better place to live through conversations that matter and conversations that add value to your life and your career. Until next time, bye-bye. See you all in the next episode with another wonderful speaker and keep showering your love. Keep supporting the guiding voice. Let us make this a better place to live. Signing off for now.